0: You're listening to A Between the Lines Studios podcast. You can learn more about this show and other Between the Lines shows at betweenthelinestudios.com. Hi everybody and welcome to Elementary Podcast, the podcast about CBS's show Elementary. I'm Tabs
1: and I'm Naomi,
0: and we're discussing Dead Man's Switch.
1: Episode
0: 20. Yay! We're almost Yay. done with the season. <laughs> Four more to go. Uh, so, Dead Man Switch. Sherlock's one-year anniversary of being sober is approaching, an event that Watson thinks Sherlock should celebrate, but he seems super uninterested in recognition. So he spends it doing business as usual as he and Joan hunt for the accomplice of a murdered blackmailer who targets families of rape victims. Yeah. And I got... My super wish with this one, we have a connection to a story <laughs> okay, Charles Augustus Milverton, Master Blackmailer, is one of the stories of Sherlock Holmes, okay, and it has a very similar setup at the beginning, which is actually the end of the short story. But Holmes and Watson go to burgle his house in the in the short story and wind up seeing him get shot by one of his victims, so okay.
1: Now, there there is one thing that one of my notes that I wanted to ask you. Mm -hmm. um, There's one point where Holmes is going on saying about the fact that he thinks that blackmailers are the most uh, repugnant of all criminals, like even worse than murderers. And I was trying to remember if that was just something that he said before in this show, or is that something that's canon?
0: He said something similar, Uh, and I'm trying to remember exactly the line, but he, he basically calls them snakes um Mm -hmm. i'm trying to remember the line i think i'll have to look it up but um but yeah he it was it's very true to what he said in the original stories was and basically the idea is you're you're harming this person forever yep because you keep you keep asking for stuff um but yes it's very true to his his own the original
1: yeah and so i i love the fact that we have more alfredo in this Yes. Um, and the fact that, you know, the, the case actually came through him. And so that was, I thought that was really cool. And it's not just him and his, you know, sponsor slash criminal educator. <laughs> yeah t- teaching you how to break into a car sort of aspect yeah but.
0: and he played it so the actor who, who plays and played it so well when you see him on the phone i'm sure it's super hard to act when you don't have that person there um mm-hmm. because you think he's calling for to bug homes again about his one year anniversary of being sober um and just the look on his face you're like oh this is serious
1: <laughs> yep. yeah so that's Oh, acting. (laughs) Acting, you're so cool when people do you well. Right. One of those roads not traveled. Right. I could have been an actor. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I mean, like, it, it really is weird to think about all of the people that I did community theater with and it's like... Oh, there's this person who was an understudy in a show that was nominated for a Tony this year. Mm -hmm. There's this person who's in New York and making a name for herself as a comedian. And like Josh Groban retweets her Mm -hmm. and the cast of Saturday Night Live retweet her and know her on site. And I was like, how how do I even know these people? How did that happen? Right.
0: But yeah, so I'm very excited. Charles August of Milverton's story, and it's it's very it's reminiscent without taking the whole story exactly. Mm-hmm. I was very very happy about that. Uh, mm-hmm. And Milverton Milverton had the same setup. You know, he he would take information from from actually for his setup was um, servants. So Mm -hmm. a servant, if you dismissed a servant or something like that, he, or if a servant was unhappy with their, their position or something like that, he'd offer them a bunch of money and then he'd hold on to it. He always was buying information and hold on to it until it was like the most important point. So, you know, he'd have love letters, steamy romance love letters for years until that woman or man would get married. And then he'd be like, okay, you owe me money.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is, I mean, Wow. I don't know. I just I just keep thinking about you know the idea that they're worse than murderers, and Mm -hmm. you know it really yeah. I mean because most murder really is like a crime of passion, and and it's the heat of the moment and the opportunity. Unless you're into the idea of serial killers, and that's just a whole other you know weird mind thing behind that. But to be to blackmail someone, I mean especially if it's someone that you don't really have that emotional connection to, Mm -hmm. to just be that serial blackmailer is just
0: Well, and it ruins, like, murder obviously affects a family, but but a blackmail can devastate for generations, you know? The wrong if it came out you know it hurts a whole family for generations and you know steals all their money not only that or you know it's just Mm -hmm. it and it is it's ruthless it's cold and it's a Mm -hmm. it's a long like you have to you have to be in the situation for a long time because you keep asking for money and you see how it affects people rather than murder where it's like over you know your victim is is dead so yeah
1: Mm
0: -hmm. good i mean Uh I really love yeah I love the the Alfredo we see a lot more of Alfredo and um I really love the one-year anniversary thing because at first I was like oh you know Holmes is just being Holmes yep and then to have the reveal that he's he's upset because um he he failed
1: yeah it was it it was that one moment where he realized that he was not in control Mm of his addiction I mean that's but everything that he said is like you know I've gotten to that point and I saw that it was affecting my cases and I decided to quit and so I quit and then I was sober yeah and that you know that was a point in my life failure and it was a low point and but then I decided to change it right and no no you didn't like yeah mm-hmm. he, was he didn't have
0: control you. over that yeah and so you know and so his his date is the day after. And Watson's Mm -hmm. like, well, it's just one day, but to him, that's huge. It's because he's like, no, I already made the decision to do it. And then here I lost the control. And so my day's next day. And I, I have a really hard time telling Alfredo that, um, and I can't tell him until I tell you. And that was, to me, that was more powerful than, than his admission.
1: Yep. Although I do like the idea that, um, and I guess it's sort of a, a callback because I think we heard Joan say something similar with the fact that, you know, getting the chip isn't for you. Right. It's for the other people. Right. As a, as a means of,
0: you know, encouraging them. Mm-hmm. To tell them that, that they can do it too. Yep. Yeah. And that was, that was cool because I, I've often thought that about, about AA and things like that, that, you know, you go, you go to help yourself and to get camaraderie, but you also go to help other people. Because you support them. Yep. So that was cool. I will say, though, that I was very upset that, that Holmes apparently doesn't like cats. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, really? Oh, and we didn't mention that uh, apparently well, Holmes does his own tattoos. <laughs>
1: isn't, isn't that something that we see in canon? No. No? Mm-mm. Okay. Maybe, maybe it's just the idea that... Because, like, I'm remembering him with dogs in the story, but I don't ever remember him interacting with cats
0: well he has he 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 gets a bloodhound that that is owned by this guy who has a bunch of dogs for one of the stories but
1: okay or or maybe i'm confusing it with Basil of Baker Street and... <laughs> <laughs> toby oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and toby is in the original stories but yeah he he rents him from a a guy who has dogs so yep. cuz they need a bloodhound so, uh, but yes
1: yeah so, so and, and if anyone asks Basil is my favorite version of Sherlock Holmes. That, that's just yes. But have you I'm read sorry. the books yet? The the ba- there are books about Basil. Fagency? Yes, we had
0: this conversation. <laughs> no, no, we haven't. Yeah. <laughs> it's a series. That's why they made the Disney movie.
1: I had this conversation because I would have read them. Oh yes, oh, they're very cute. Oh. They're like
0: 1930s, I think. Published. Uh, they're very cute. <sighs> okay, that
1: is moving to the top of my good One list.
0: of one of them is um. He goes to Mexico and has an adventure down there, and
1: uh, okay. Mm-hmm.
0: And he lives; he lives in two twenty one B Baker Street, uh, so super cute. There's a whole series; I think it's four or five books, something like that. Kids' books.
1: Okay. <laughs> yep. Ooh. And, and I'm like completely lost the conversation in a month. it's Like okay, there we go. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Yeah, I read them all when I was a kid. Oh, that's cool.
1: <laughs> okay, I will minimize Wikipedia now. <laughs> <laughs> <can> for <finish> this <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yes, there is there is a lot of great adaptations for kids of Sherlock Holmes. In case you did not know that, and Basil is a good is a good book. Eve um, Titus um, wrote the books, and they're beautifully illustrated by this guy named Paul. I don't know how to say his last name, but they're very very adorable, um, and a little bit different than the the movie. So don't don't go into it thinking that you know you're going to get Basil like the movie, but
1: very similar. Well, I, I mean, it, it, it would fit right in my alley because I'm actually uh, currently reading the uh, Red Wall series. Mm-hmm. So talking mice, having adventures. Yeah, that's completely doable. But uh, yes, so Sherlock does his own tattoos. Yes. G- getting back on track here. <laughs> yeah, that is, that's sort of cool. Mm-hmm. And it would be really awesome to see an episode where he goes undercover as a tattoo artist. Yeah. It's like, that's his way in.
0: And I was thinking, it's... It's a good way to save money because if he had to spend money on all those tattoos, it would be really expensive. And we get the uh, added note that he's
1: ambidextrous, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. cool. And now, I just. The thing that left me a little bit confused mm-hmm. was Joan's gift at the end. And she was like, It's a little dark, but I figured it was you. And it's just that Robert Frost quote. And I was like, Really? That's, I don't know. So when we, when he finally panned around and we saw that it was, I was just like, that's not dark. It's a little (laughs) cheesy, but not dark.
0: It is dark though, because it's the idea that he's not, he's not out of the woods yet. He's not cured. He's got a long way to go until, until he gets rid of his addiction.
1: Uh, I was, I was expecting like, I don't know, some sort of cool skull painting or something. I don't know what I was expecting, but not just a calligraphy quote. <laughs> it is one of my favorite quotes. You'll often see me on Facebook.
0: I do, "n miles to go before I sleep. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, but it's not dark. So. I, well, she said it was a little dark.
1: <laughs> the, <idea> that, <laughs> the, you know, the frame was black. Not that kind little of
0: little dark. <laughs> <laughs> Emotionally dark. <laughs> uh, so what did you think of the
1: mystery on this one? I... I think that it was very twisty and turny, and it was really cool with the way that it it played with the gray area mm. that Holmes can work in, Yeah, and hypothetically, if this person saw murder, right. but this and that, and you have daughters, don't you, Captain Gregson? <laughs> And it I'm was not,
0: like... I'm not manipulating you at all.
1: Yeah, I mean, it really
0: was like, okay,
1: that's sort of cool.
0: Mm-hmm. I like, yeah, I like the twist of the the person who's like, yeah, I killed him. Um, because, we, like, there's enough half-truth in what he said that it was believable. And then turns out to be he's the bad guy.
1: Yeah, and that was... Like, I mean, there were there were so many hints and odd trails and tracings that I was even though I didn't figure out the crime, I was still really like interested. Okay, mm. wait, what? How? What's happening? Why are we doing this? Yeah. Why is there cat litter everywhere?
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, that the cat litter thing threw me off, because at first I thought, well, he put cat litter down so he could hear if you he were coming, and then I'm like, well, no, that doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah. And it was, because I, I was thinking, not, not the idea of hearing, but maybe seeing if someone had gotten disturbed into the it. house, yeah. mm-hmm. disturbed something, and it was like... And tracking where they were. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's to cover up scent. Right. The guy's been dead for weeks. Wow, yeah. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, that was a pretty in- unique solution. I I was, yeah. was kind of pleased with that. Yeah. Uh, and it, I really like the idea, because I've often thought this, because there's been other stories where a blackmailer has a dead switch. You know, if something happens to me, they'll release it anyway. And I've often gone, but if it's a person, who says that they won't pick up where you left off, especially if they know you've been making money?
1: I mean, yeah. that's
0: super tempting. I did yeah. love the thing that threw me really in this story was that Charles Augustus Milverton was was blackmailing the the rapist.
1: <laughs> that that was cool. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay,
0: which totally makes sense. It was just really, I don't know, it threw me. I was like, oh, that's that's a cool twist. I like that. I was like, how much money was this man making, and he was living in that tiny
1: little house. <laughs> Well, you don't want to draw attention to yourself. True. Uh, so
0: yeah. And I love the ledger and the codes and
1: And what does Henry the Eighth mean to you? Right. Hermits Hermits.
0: Right, right. <laughs> I was like he had a lot of wives, I don't know. <laughs> oh uh, I did I really loved um Sheriff Duke as a character. I thought that was fun. and i really love that he's like you know we're gonna put you alfredo we're gonna put you in the trunk to help you remember
1: (laughs) and jones just like wait here is this the guy that you saw Uh
0: on her phone yes Uh yes that is it okay good yeah yeah i don't have to go in a trunk
1: don't have to get in the trunk
0: (laughs) the Holmes looked a little disappointed
1: (laughs) like, but I had this emergency thing. It was going to be like that. And why did you have to mess with it, Joan? Right. I was going to regress him, Joan, and I couldn't didn't get to regress him. Right. Joan, <laughs> why do you have to do that? I'm glad you're smart, Joan, but why?
0: Another call back to the original story that I liked was the idea that um, the killer of Charles Augusta Milverton had smashed his face in, because that's what happens in the story, is the lady is so upset. Um, the lady that killed him, her husband died because he released her letters, and he died of a broken heart. Basically, he killed himself. Um, so she, yeah, it was a very, it's a very sad story. And and Holmes knows exactly who killed, and he decides not to tell the police. Um, but she smashes his face in. So I thought that was cool, and especially since being a Holmesian, I was like, oh yeah, that that happens. I didn't think of it that it would be a clue to why. Why did he? Why did he do that?
1: Yeah,
0: and it was that's to cover cool. up cover up information. Yep. Although I did not pick up on the guy's ring the first time through. And I didn't either. Like, wait, what
1: do the stars mean?
0: What? Yeah, I didn't either. I was like, wait, there's a ring. <laughs> what? What? Okay, that's cool. And Milverton <laughs> yeah. having
1: two fail saves totally made sense because you know you can't trust people. I don't know. I I just Like you said, the idea that you know usually blackmail stories nowadays so often are the idea of something on the internet, Mm -hmm. and so that it was a person, yeah, who was his failsafe. I don't know. That just it's like I don't know.
0: Well, it's such a complex. Milberton was such a complex blackmailer. Usually, you get somebody who's got like one or two people. This guy had hundreds of people but one at the same time so I like that idea and it was very true to Charles Augustus Milverton the actual character so but uh, I was kind of sad that we killed him off because he can't come back (laughs) yeah Jack is very very upset about the no cat (laughs) not all bad people have cats cats get a bad rap in most media
1: yeah unless you watch Sabrina the Teenage Witch
0: yeah, that's true. There we go. Magic, magic shows. Usually, the cats are are pretty good. Um, but
1: no, that one, like, it, if if you, I, I did a rewatch over the summer of all seven seasons, and then I went onto Tumblr and found the Sabrina fandom, and it's not <laughs> even a Sabrina fandom; it is a Salem fandom. Right. And it's like, yeah,
0: Well, how can you not? He's witty and funny and sarcastic and wonderful. Yep.
1: Um, so,
0: there you go mm-hmm. uh, I did I I was like we have nothing else to talk about I did like the idea that Holmes bought a bunch of sobriety chips on the internet and had them shipped next day <laughs> yeah.
1: I thought that was funny and I mean because he was talking about the idea that oh they're just these plastic chips mm-hmm. and I don't know I, I I like everything I know about AANA i've I've learned from watching t v that there is that disclaimer, but i I thought that like the higher up you get the that they actually start to have some sort of significance and value because i I seem to remember some movie t v show something where people have pawned their their chips because there was some sort of metal in them that had a little bit of value
0: um yeah, they have like bronze ones, I know.
1: I don't know, Al.
0: They go it up to gold or something like that.
1: Uh,
0: but... But it, it, was, it was a very cool way to display his unease, because, I I, mean, I don't know about you, but when I was watching him, like, there's something going on here more than, you know, he just doesn't want to do it. Because the idea that he bought all of those chips and they're just, like, everywhere on his desk there.
1: Yep. So. <laughs> Jack doesn't like the chips either. <laughs> you
0: don't like the chips? Hmm? You're just you're just not a fan of this episode because of the cat comment. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, and I could have used all that kitty litter instead of wasting <laughs> it, trying to hide smells of
1: dead bodies. Well, I I think hiding the smell was a good thing, good use of that kitty litter. Right. <laughs> Even though it was his own house, the idea of you know trying to walk into that smell would be like, yeah, ugh, <laughs> ugh. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Especially after two weeks. I can't even imagine. But yeah, super good episode. I think that's all I have. That's all I've got. Mm -hmm. And yay for using the story and not just a quote.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Made me happy. All right, well, we'll be back next time with more elementary. See you guys
1: later. Bye. Bye. Elementary Podcast is part of QuadrupleC.com and Between the Lines Studio Network. Our theme song is Snow White Violins by Kumji. Make sure to check out his music by visiting KumjiBand.com. This podcast is produced under a Creative Commons license.
0: Gur! Yay, me.